And so I know we, we wear it around like a, a badge of honor. I can do it all or I do it all myself or look at all the things I do. But it's time to kick that badge of honor to the curb because it's no real badge of honor at all. All it says is you have not yet matured into an entrepreneur. Welcome, everybody. This is For the Love of Money, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success by sharing the tools, tips, and stories of those who have already made it. My name is Chris Harder, and each week I will bring you incredible guests in order to prove that when good people make good money, they do great things. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another amazing episode of For the Love of Money. Today, we're going to talk about the five phrases that should never be said as entrepreneurs. And it's funny, in my masterminds, both the more entry-level one called Fast Foundations and in the elite one called Elite Entrepreneur Mastermind, we do a good job of policing each other and making sure that we're not uttering these phrases that take our power away. And a lot of times, these are phrases that you know we heard people say, saying growing up, or somehow it became part of our language. And until somebody makes us aware of it, we don't even realize that we're saying some of these damaging phrases as entrepreneurs. And they're almost, they're not just phrases. They're almost ways of being, right? And when you hear what they are, you'll understand what I mean in a moment. But people who utter these phrases, it's almost like a perspective that they have. And until you clean up this perspective, you're never going to be the successful entrepreneur that you truly want to be. And so I'll give you an example. Here's five phrases that should never be said as entrepreneurs. I'll give you the first one here. The first one is self-made. I cannot stand the phrase self-made. Now, I know most of the time it actually comes from a good place, right? People are trying to be inspiring and they're talking about this rags to riches story or you know, they didn't have a head start or they came from nothing. And I get there's good intent behind it, but not one single person has ever, ever, ever been self-made. And honestly, when I hear that, it immediately is a turnoff. I don't care who it comes from. Because to say that you're self-made means you never had a single person on your team have anything to do with your success. It means you never had a single customer give you a chance. As a matter of fact, to say you're self-made is ignoring your customers and your clients altogether. To say you're self-made is to say you've never heard a single thing from another mentor that had any impact on your outcome. And none of that is just true. It's impossible, impossible to be successful without those things. And this attitude of, I am self-made. Again, it comes from a place of probably trying to inspire people, maybe people who feel like they don't have the same advantages as other people. But the problem is it's damaging in that it makes people think that they can get to where they want to go on their own. And it slows them down from hiring. It slows them down from collaborating. It slows them down from partnerships. It slows them down from seeking help. As a matter of fact, one of the areas that I see the most damage done from this self-made phrase is it usually shows up when somebody has been burnt on getting help a couple of times. And they say, you know what? I don't need that. I'm self-made. Always have been, always will be. And they start missing out on all these shortcuts. They start missing out on all of the success that they could be having if they collaborated more and sought help more. 
So for as we approach 2021, I encourage you, if you ever find yourself saying self-made, make it one of your goals to strip that phrase from your language. If that's number one, here's number two. The second phrase that should never be said as entrepreneurs is oversaturated. Guys, there's no such thing as oversaturated. There are better mousetraps built every single day in every single industry. And you got to remember, even if something feels oversaturated, even if statistically speaking, there's millions of podcasts or millions of coaches or millions of whatever, it actually doesn't matter. Because the way you say things is different than the way anybody else will say them. The energy you carry when you sell, when you produce your product, is different than the energy that anyone else will carry. I mean, you could argue that the seltzer category in, in the alcohol business is totally oversaturated all of a sudden. It's not stopping my wife because she knows that she has a unique take on her seltzer. And to say something is oversaturated is really just an excuse. It means you're not willing to do what it takes to stand out. It means you're not willing to do what it takes to get through the noise. It's an excuse to say something is oversaturated. It usually comes from when somebody is a little bit scared, they say, ah, you know what? It's oversaturated. I'm going to go look for an idea that feels easier. And no idea that feels easier will ever get you where you want to be. I promise you that. Nothing is ever oversaturated. There's always a way to stand out. And people are always seeking an improvement on something they already love. It's human nature. You and your product are that improvement. So get in there. Duke it out with the best of them. Because I promise if you're passionate about it, you will stand out. The third phrase that should never be said as entrepreneurs is this. I do it all. Or I can do it all. Even if you can do a lot of things, you shouldn't be doing most of those things. There's a difference between an entrepreneur and an operator. There's a difference between an entrepreneur and a solopreneur. And that difference is an entrepreneur paints a vision and then empowers other people to do the things. An operator operates in their business. A solopreneur is a one-woman or a one-man show. And you're not going to get where you want to go if you, quote, do it all. Here's the real trap. Sometimes you're good at doing things that fall below your pay grade. And because you can do them, And the trap is because you can do them well, you keep doing them instead of delegating them or hiring them out. And that's why you never are able to scale the way you want to scale. And so I know we we wear it around like a, a badge of honor. I can do it all or I do it all myself or look at all the things I do. But it's time to kick that badge of honor to the curb because it's no real badge of honor at all. All it says is you have not yet matured into an entrepreneur. The fourth phrase that should never be said as entrepreneurs is not my fault. You should never say it's not my fault because you got to remember, no matter where you are in life, good or bad, if you go back far enough, you're going to find the moment where you and you alone became responsible for that exact outcome. And I teach it all the time. Listen, it can be really frustrating if you don't like where you're at right now to Take on the notion that you are 100% responsible for where you are right now. Things didn't happen to you. You happened to you. And if you go back far enough with an open mind, you'll find the moment where you became responsible, good or bad, for your current situation. 
And so to say, not my fault, doesn't count. It doesn't cut it. I'll give you an example. Um, recently, one of my teammates had forgotten to send out a really important invitation to a call to people that paid a lot of money to be in one of our programs. And so when the, the invitation went out, it was very last minute. And there were some people that were upset that it was very last minute. But you know what? It wasn't their fault. It was my fault. Because I should have checked to see if there was redundancy to make sure that people had reminders and backup plans for things that are as important as that. And so it's not my team's fault. It was my fault. I would never say, oh, that's not my fault when the people were upset that they got short notice. Everything is your fault when you're the entrepreneur. Every loss is your fault and every win is your team's doing. And when you have that mentality, I promise you, you're going to go really far and people are going to run through a wall for you. And the fifth phrase that should never be said as entrepreneurs, oh, this one bugs me. This one bugs me. I call people out on it all the time. The fifth phrase that should never be said as entrepreneurs is this. I'm not in it for the money. Oh, come on. Stop lying to yourself. You know, people actually say this and they believe it. You might hear this right now and you might be saying, no, really, Chris, I'm not in it for the money. Everybody is in it for the money and it doesn't have to be malicious to say that. For example, you might not, quote, be in it for the fancy cars or the nice house or the shoes or the bag. And I think that's what people think when they say, I'm not in it for the money. But you are in it for something, either for the money to give away to charities that you love or for the money that is stability for your family's future, or maybe for the money that will put your kids through college, or maybe for the money that will take care of your loved ones when they need it. Everybody is doing it for the money or we wouldn't be doing it. Even if you love what you're doing, stop masking it with, I'm not doing it for the money. Because when you say that I'm not doing it for the money, then a couple things happen. Number one, subconsciously, you make less money. That's just a fact. Number two, and even worse, when people hear you say, oh, well, I just love what I do. I'm not in it for the money. I'll be honest, I don't partner with people like that because I want people that are going to take the revenue side of things and the profitability of side of things serious. I won't partner with people who are not in it for the money. And I also will only partner with people who are doing what they love because they love it and they have great big hearts. Those two things are not mutually exclusive of each other. You can be in it for the money without it being malicious and at the same time, love what you do and be in it for all the right reasons. And so I encourage you this year, if you, if you puff your chest out and, and you say it all righteously, like you're a little bit better than the person next to you who might be doing it for the money, oh, I'm not in it for the money. I just love what I do. Guys, the real entrepreneurs, the real people you want to partner with or sell to, we see right through it. And you may not even know it. You may honestly believe that you're not in it for the money, but you are. Otherwise, you wouldn't charge a single penny for what you're doing. Those are the five phrases that as 2021 comes upon us, I encourage you to strip from your vocabulary. Self-made, oversaturated, I do it all, not my fault, and I'm not in it for the money. Because when you can strip those things from your vocabulary, I promise you, that next level of success is going to show up. And that's when good people like you make great money. And I just screwed up my own ending. When good people like you make good money, they can do great things. And by the way, that was my fault that I screwed up my ending right there. See, I take sole responsibility for everything.
<laughs> All right, you guys. Thanks for listening. Tag me with your feedback on this. I love when you guys do that. Chris W. Harder on Instagram. And don't forget to go check out all the different co- ways that I can work with you by simply texting the word coaching to me at 310-421-0416. If you just text me the word coaching, then you and I'll start texting back and forth and guide you in the right direction. If you want to work together this year in any capacity, big or small, text the word coaching to 310-421-0416. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.